I need to explore this word desire. Exodus 20 verses 3 to 17 says this, You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself a carved image. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. Observe the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Honour your father and mother. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbour. You shall not covet. I hear you say, oh, it's the Ten Commandments, I know those. Four towards God and six towards those around us. Yeah, yeah, I know. But God hasn't done away with them. Oh, I thought we were under grace. We are, but we don't have to look too closely to see that desire is linked with every one of them. You could add to every one of them to get what you want. After each one, starting with the first, don't make you for yourselves another God to get what you want. Get by drift. The only exception is the fourth one, probably. I don't know, though. If I pray enough, do enough, read the Bible enough, perspiration, we won't go there. We're looking for revelation. Early in my Christian walk, I got caught up in legalism. It isn't difficult in a Pentecostal environment. I thought that coarse jesting was laughing a lot, but I soon found out how wrong I was and everyone around me got happy as a result. But there is a list of things that Paul mentions in two places, in Galatians 5 and 1 Corinthians 6, which do preclude us inheriting the kingdom and therefore living a kingdom lifestyle because living it means the king is reigning in our lives and governing what we do. These things won't affect our salvation, but they will affect the extent to which Jesus has the rule in our lives if they're allowed to remain there. Merging the two lists, they look like this. These things now, remember, will preclude you. You cannot enter or inherit the kingdom if these are in your life. Fornication, idolatry, adultery, being effeminate or homosexual, being a thief, coveting, getting drunk, reviling, swindling, immorality, impurity and sorcery, enmity, strife and jealousy, anger, disputing, dissension, factions, envy and carousing, filthiness, silly talk and coarse jesting and the like. If yours isn't in there, it's in the in and the like. And all these are behavioural issues and they underline the fact that Jesus isn't Lord in these areas because if he was, we wouldn't be doing it. And persistence in them prevents us from receiving the kingdom. They're about character and conduct. The second issuing out of the first. What is being spoken about here isn't something where we slipped up once or twice. It would be legalism to imply that and in any case none of us would qualify. No, this is a persistent, insistent, cold-blooded, dare I say rebellious decision to live our lives in a way that gives us what we want. It satisfies our desire for our lives and it is usually physical and it stops us inheriting the kingdom, which is the reign and rule of the king. I have no axe to grind either way here, beloved, but I do have a duty of care to point these things out. 
Physical gratification is a heavy price to pay if it costs us our inheritance. It costs us because we're doing a trade. Trading that, whatever your particular physical need is, for an eternal kingdom. We are trading the eternal for the temporal, just like Esau, whose God was his belly, as Paul would say. But it's your life. As long as you're ruled by your desires, you can't walk in the freedom and intent of the kingdom and you get to choose. There's no condemnation, no judgment for those who are in Christ. What there is, is a loss of freedom in this life and to an extent, your eternal reward. But again, you choose whether you live in bondage or freedom. It's entirely up to you. But it was for freedom that Christ set you free. God bless you.